This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Welcome back to our part two sit down with the one and only Constantine Maroulis. And if you haven't heard part one, feel free to check it out. We talk about Constantine's new album. We also talk about American Idol, Brandy, Paula, Simon, Carrie Underwood, and of course, Rock of Ages and all the people that came to see it, like Tom Cruise, Paris Hilton, A-Rod. What were they really like in real life? And now it's time to get into what we saw happen this past Thursday on The Real Housewives of New York. Constantine, is he the new Harry Dubin? Luann, Tinsley, Ramona? And hmm, there's some other housewives involved. Stay tuned for part two of our special sit down with Constantine Maroulis. Is there anyone who came backstage who was just, you were like, oh my God, what an asshole, or this person's so rude? Oh, um, there was one, there was a documented, um, only because it was documented. Um, I think Emma Roberts had come and like, then like left and she was supposed to come back. We were like waiting for her to take a picture. And then like, she turned out, she like left in the middle of the show and it was like all over page six. And uh, so that kind of was a bummer. Because I've gotten to know, actually, Eric Roberts is her father. Yeah. I know Eric and his wife. Um, and uh, so that was a bit of a bummer. But I what, don't... What about when Tom It could have been any reason, you know? It could have been any reason she left, yes. What about Tom Cruise? When Was that... Did he come for the movie or he just came even before the movie was in? Yeah. I mean, I was... I remember, you know, the movie was in the works and everyone... Like, every newspaper in the country is like, oh, Constantine has to play this role. I mean, he literally is this kid. He is this guy. And the thing is, the, Drew is not 19 or 18. He's like 30, still pushing a broom. He's like still trying to make it. 
and that's why you're like oh you're cute yeah you're, you're like never gonna make it um and that's why we root for him and you put like a teenager in there it changes the whole dynamic um i digress should have been my part adam shankman oh well it was a 200 million dollar flop but um i did get a cameo in it <laughs> um but tom cruise tom cruise came and he was incredible i mean i since taps which is like 1982 since uh the outsiders i was like a fan you know and he came backstage uh he came a couple times when i even when i took the show on the road um in la um he came back and he was with katie holmes at the time um and despite what anyone or anybody has ever said about him, he was so genuine and so real and not that short, which I thought was cool. I was like, oh, he's not that short, actually, you know? And he just had this aura about him. I mean, he's a fucking superstar. There's just no doubt. He just looks at you like in the eye, like he's like genuinely listening. I mean, he really wanted to like, talk to me about the show and about the work and about the whole experience and he was like already like you know processing being stacy jackson like how do you do that how do you sing like that and how do you you know um i don't know just do it every night you know um and he was just amazing there's great pictures of us and um although i love katie holmes i didn't get to know her as much Oh man, Matt Damon and um, uh, Krasinski and uh, Emily Blunt and oh my God, so many people came. Um, and Steven Tyler, you know, it was just insane. It was insane. Why do you think the movie flopped? I just think that they made the wrong movie. You know, um, I could say that all these years later, but um, they should have let Chris write and direct the movie. And they just sometimes they just overthink it. And they bring in like eighteen different writers. And I just think um, the original script was so good. And it was more going to be like, like Hedwig and the Angry Inch movie, like that kind of tone of a rock, mm. but still a big movie. But they just had such big, you know, they just, oh, Adam Shankman, he's done some big movies. And obviously, I think he did Hairspray. So, I mean, obviously, I get it. But like, you know, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. Um, like, uh, and there was some great actors in it. No one, like, was terrible. But it's like they changed the story. They brought in, like, you know, they just changed They changed it. They made it, like, Stacy's story. Um, uh, Stacy Jacks, the rock star. Um, then they brought in, like, the Catherine um, uh, Zeta-Jones character. It's like, what? And, like, all these, you know, they just changed it. You know, but they did get the they did get the Def Leppard songs for the movie, so <laughs> like is, that's the big joke in the show. It's called Rock of Ages, but we didn't get the rights to the Def Leppard songs. Right. Um, but it, you know, the, if you overthink things, sometimes you know it doesn't work. But it could have worked, and I remember they were thinking it was going to be like the biggest soundtrack of all time, and it was not. No, it wasn't. What did you think about Tom Cruise in the movie? I thought he was like in his own movie. You know. Like he was incredible, um, but it was just like, it, it was just a different, it was different, you know? He was like in a different movie, you know? 
Um, I mean, he's fucking incredible, though. I mean, what can't what can't the guy do? So, um, but I just think that I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I think I said enough. <laughs> yeah. This will be like everyone. They'll be like, "What the fuck did you say?" No, you Adam said Shankman. no. You have been. You've said By nothing. By the way, Adam Shankman, I met him right after I was on Idol. And I had like a dinner, like he would have these dinner parties. He invited me to like a dinner party at his house. Hairspray had just like exploded. He's like, we're going to do a movie together, you and me one day. Sure enough, he has Rock of Ages, the show I gave birth to out my balls. And I'm not in the movie. Or I'm in it, but like in like a, you know. You have to love Hollywood, right? Yeah, Holly weird. Before we get to your new record again now let's just take a five minute detour and then i promise we'll wrap up and we'll talk about your album and then i'll let you go okay so this weekend you were away you were away so let's just flashback this past thursday night between the hours of 9 and 10 p.m where were you and what were you doing i was working on a movie short in uh, in ohio and we had just wrapped my, my video, um, working on a, a music video. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm excited. You know, it's done very indie. We did it very safely. It's super small. That's uh, cool. Crew. And then sort of as a favor to the director, I did this kind of noir um, movie short for him. And uh, it's called Swerve. And it's going to look not really on the album. That's on? No, not on okay. the album. That's it. Just worked out where it's like we have a week. Let's do both things. Let's knock it all out. And then, for, of course, my phone started blowing up. Um, like, what the fuck? Um, and uh, um, I was like, what? And yeah, so I didn't really know what was happening. Um, and sure enough, you know, yeah, I guess I got a million calls about it. A couple of people sent me the video and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're definitely talking about me. Um, but, I mean, I've had so many opportunities to, like, be on the show, be at these parties, sign the waiver, be in there. I went to, like, I used to be on Bethany's talk show a bunch. Oh, she and I always got along. You know, we'd flirt and all that. And she was cool, but it never went there like that. We were always professional. Where did you I, meet I Bethany? Her. Where did I meet her first? And like, how'd you uh, kind of become I, oh, friendly? I don't know. We did a, we, we judged some, me, her, uh, and Sebastian Bach judged some contest when she first was on the show and it was like a fun big press event i don't you could probably look it up on the something but and uh and we kind of would like text and stuff but it never happened and uh i thought she was really cute but you know she's yeah did you want it we would clash i think um but we became just like friends so you got to come do my show i got a talk show great so i would be on her panel and it would be like me and a couple of female comics and i would be like the the boy you know like the man's uh point of view or something and i thought it was a good show and i guess she got a couple seasons out of that and i would see her around at things and all that and uh um 
And then, of course, you know, Tinsley and I, like, legitimately went out many years ago during the height of Rock of Ages. Um, I know a lot of people think it was, like, bullshit for her TV show, but we genuinely really cared for each other, liked each other. I just think there was a lot going on for both of us, and I got to know her mom, got to know her sister very well, Dabney, and, you know, I love her mom, and uh, they've supported me over the years on so many projects, and I would see them in Palm Beach, and Tinsley went through a lot, and I was there for her, I'd like to think, you know, I mean, I would call her to check on her, and um, where'd you meet it was Tinsley? an exciting time. She came to the show, or I might have met her at an event and then like, we're going to come to the show and she's got a new TV show and maybe we can come backstage and like film. And I was like, all right. Um, and then we ended up like going on this date and genuinely really digging each other. And like people thought it was all like Perez and everybody thought it was just like totally fake. It wasn't though. It was real. It was definitely real. Um, I just think like, I distinctly remember, and she's going to hate me for saying this, but once she started calling me her boyfriend, I was like, I'm sorry, what? I don't, what? Like, that was, I just don't like the, I don't like titles. Is that terrible? That, so, I'm, like, I'm a single as they come, so I, you're, you're preaching to the choir over here. I, just like, don't, I don't know, like, I, I don't like, like that. And, and then I just started, was like, what are we doing? This girl's like uptown girl, like, you know, she's like going to Palm Beach and she's like Upper East Side and Topper is like, she was like still married to him. Like, I don't even know. I'm like, what am I doing? You know, and then it just kind of, you know, I remember seeing her at Sundance and all. And, you know, I think we had like a, a, a fling or two thereafter, but um, we just really kind of went into the friend zone. And then I feel like she went through a lot and then boom, she ended up on the show. And I thought that was great for her. So I think she really kind of, you know, she was like a fashion mogul. You know, she had all these like Japanese brands and all this stuff going on for her. Um, so there's that. So how, uh, how quick did she call you my boyfriend? Like, when was that? Like, what type of timeline? She's going to kill me for that. Fuck. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Sometime in. I mean, we were literally spending like every night together. So, I mean... I get it. And well, talking about her TV show, you were on High Society, the classic 2010 TV show as seen on the CW. Like, I just want to reference what we're talking about here. You were on there. I oh, saw God. you. Yeah. 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 That was never, that show was like, I remember her putting it together. She was like trying to figure it out, like what it was going to be, like what, what, what was, what the song was going to be, you know? And like, I remember, talking to her about it and um because i think it was still just like in a pilot form when we first started hanging out and then it like actually aired and was like oh okay but um i think it worked because i think cw had the gossip girl at the time right so tinsley, there was, tinsley made an appearance on gossip girl right i mean she is that i mean she, she is, is. I, I knew who tinsley was by name because I lived in New York for 20 years and it's like, I read page six. I mean, come on, you know? And um, yeah, so. Uh, Were you intimidated though? Like when you met her? Like, I mean, cause you had your own status in the world. I think it was just, I think, and like everyone, page six, like would write about us all the time. I think that like, it was an interesting match because 
she got to see my world and I really got to see her world. And I love fashion. I really do. I mean, hello. But I, um, and we were going all these fashion shows and cool stuff. And um, we had a good time, man. We, we had great <laughs> chemistry and stuff. And um, just did kind you, of, you know, ended. Did you get the stamp of approval by Dale Mercer, Kinsley's mom? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I know you, I did. You got I think keep... they really wanted it to work out. Like <laughs> later on, they're like, come on. She's like, what, why don't you call Tinsley? Dabney used to say that. And it just didn't, just didn't. I remember they came and when I was on tour with Jekyll and Hyde, when we were in Palm Beach, they came and she was with this jerk at the time. And I wanted to like go and fucking find him and like beat the shit out of him. Um, and I remember like seeing him cause I like picked her up I think I had like rented like a hot car while I was down there or something. I don't remember. And I remember like picking her up and like she got in and he was like, dude was like this little guy with like this Napoleon complex. And like, turned out he was, I don't know, roughing her up and all that. And not a good look. So um, yeah, but we stayed in touch and then the guy she was roughing Tinsley up. This, what's that? The guy was roughing Tinsley up. Apparently, yeah, apparently, wow. yeah, it was a bad scene. And she, uh, you know, I didn't really know all that until like I had left and then I had read about it and she's like, yeah, that was going on the whole time. Like I, I like wanted to talk to you about it. I, I, when you were there, maybe, you know, I think she in a way wanted me to like rescue her. But, um, you know, I was about to open another show on Broadway, you know, and, uh, it was just, a, and I had a child at that point, and you know, um, which is a whole nother <laughs> story. And uh, yeah, there's I a know. lot. There's, there's so much tea. One day you're gonna have to come back because, like, there's so. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm being respectful of your time, but I could yeah. sit here for 17 hours. <laughs> um, there's sometimes I interview people, and I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna get through this. And then there's other people where I'm like, I. The more you talk, the more questions I have. But anyway, I know I, I, I had a big cup of coffee too, so I'm like, I, <laughs> I have no, I have a lot of coffee. But why would you and Bethany clash if you dated? That's what you said. I think we're both just kind of like, you know out there big personalities maybe not though maybe not but i just look i just think like i always like i i've always been attracted to like a independent successful woman you know feminine like a feminine ugh, a feminine you know just sort of like independent you know just girl boss you know so i thought she was hot and like yeah, obviously they cast the show it's a hit show all the girls are like hot in their own way you know so it just kind of do you like older women i do i don't not like them <laughs> i don't know i mean like i've older... definitely had a mrs robinson sort of like moment or two along the way you know um when i was younger and so i think that that's like really hot yeah for sure and like older brothers and sisters, older parents. I don't, I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist, but yeah, you know. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You know, I think really for your dating pool, just all the housewives, like that could be your dating pool based on what you like. I mean, this is just, well, well let's. I think yeah. that, I think it, I think 
those are the kind of women that also maybe dig me too. So like, there's like a mutual kind of um, thing. And I, I've, I've seen them all. I remember, I, look, even Kelly Bensimone back in the day, season one, I would see her out all the time. Um, you know, we always had a good vibe together. Um, and uh, I remember Jill, um, when she was, you know, her husband was alive and she was married. And, you know, I would see her at events and she's like, go run after Kelly, go run after her, go get her. You know, and we had fun and stuff like that. And I would, she, she's out a lot because I would see her at MSG. She's out a lot of events. She's, and she, you know, she, whatever happened, she either um, left or they left her. But, um, you know, she does, a, she's got, she's a great mom. She does a lot of uh, charity work. And, uh, and, and in New York, it's a huge city, but it's really a small scene. Like, it is. They're really famous, so they're at all the events, and they they walk in, and they there's they there's they got a vibe. I mean, they're they're there's a thing that happened in there. Like, I you see why they are successful on the show, you know. And let's face it, the show, it's like the new scripted drama. You know, these shows. I mean, it's they're basically performers. They're actors, you know. So define. Define Kelly and I had fun. <laughs> she could, I think we like, you know, whatever. We like made out one night or something like that, you know, a long time ago. How did you meet Luann? Speaking of girl bosses. <laughs> we, um, I remember seeing her at a couple of events and then she was in like one of Milan's, uh, fashion shows that I went to with Tinsley someone a picture surfaced the other day I was like oh yeah that's probably when I first met her I think it was even maybe before was she always on the show Luann was, on the was show. on yeah from from yeah I don't know these things yeah so like I think probably back then um and at a couple of events and then we just connected and then someone reached out um to be in her shows um, she does these cabarets, which are really good. I mean, you know. I've seen it about 800 times, so. It's so, it's well written. It's, it's got a beginning, middle, and end. I always tell her how good it is. Um, and, you know, she knows how to work it. It's, it's a great experience for the fans. You know, I think they just, you got to respect the fact that she could fill a theater. Not everyone can do that these days, you know, and. Um, it's a good cabaret show and uh, um, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to have like a beginning, middle and end. It's supposed to have a narrative and, um, and hers really do. And I think I'd done a couple of Christmas shows then I'd done some one-off shows with her and, you know, we, we had a lot of chemistry for sure, you know. How did that call come? Like Luann's people or she texted you? Like how did you get to be one of the friends and Countess and friends? Right. Um, I think Ben uh, Ramelauer, who's uh, like a director and he writes a lot, you know, he had sort of connected me. I'd seen Luann at events and, you know, we were always cordial and flirty and stuff, but, um, you know, she was, but again, I think, you know, I would come and I would do my big thing and I would do don't stop and the place would go crazy at the end. And, I think, you know, they also didn't want it to take away from Luann. So um, at first they were like, you got to do every show on this tour. And then I was like, well, okay, I want 
you know, X amount of money too, you know, I mean, even though I'm just doing like two songs. Um, and then I think they were like, you know, weighing, like paying me and weighing like maybe me, you know, it has to be about Luann because it is her show. But again, I still think like people have been, they want to get up at the end and like rock out. And I feel like I really elevated the show and uh, it was a good time. It was great to perform in front of those fans that maybe hadn't seen me in a minute. Um, and uh, I still did other shows with her and all that, but um, yeah. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. <laughs> well, speaking of money to be paid for a show, so one of the things that came up this season on Real Housewives of New York is Sonia Morgan, another housewife. Luann wants her in some of the show, the new show, Mary F. Kill. And I guess she wants to pay, this is all on air. It's been, it's been discussed. She wants to pay Sonia like $250 per show. Is that what someone should get paid? No. No. Now, now granted, some of these are like if you're playing 54 below, which is essentially a, a hundred seats, you know, Luann is lucky, lucky to pull a couple of grand out of there and then she's still got to pay a band and a music director and people and an assistant and hair and makeup. And so sometimes that 250 is, that's what it is. And that's probably what one of the musicians gets on like a smaller club night. So in, in that respect, Right. You know, that's that's what it is. But but ultimately, no, that's that's not a lot of money. You know, I think probably Sonia, you know, brings a little bit more wallop than that. But um, we've all been out together. Like, I've been you know, I don't know why this is like to frankly, it, it's I don't know, I guess because I, I never really I've had opportunities like be on the show. And I, I've just you know, they're all just my friends independent of that. So I never wanted to be, there's a Greek word, binasmenos. Like yeah. you just don't want to be like kind of thirsty like that. And I'm sure people think I'm thirsty because of this news, but it's like, I don't think it's really new news that I've been to events with Luann, with other people. Um, we've been photographed together, kind of, I think. Um, but we've also been cognizant of it not being about like, oh, they're together. Um, well, how long were, were you together with Luann? No, I, you know, we, again, we were just friends, you know, we enjoyed each other's company, you know, um, we would, you know, if we were lucky to hang out, you know, here and there, we, we would, uh, we would, we'd always have a good time together. <laughs> that, that is such a vague statement. You, you never kissed Luann. Well, it's not like we went out, like, officially for an extended period of time or something like that. But like a kiss yeah. or so. Yeah, maybe a kiss. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think we even kissed on stage in front of her audience at one of her shows. I would think so, yeah. I think on, um, we did, like, a slow dance thing when I was doing I Can't Make You Love Me. And she would sit, uh, 54 Below. Yeah, so, 
So yeah, maybe we did that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but now let's get to the fact that Ramona is somehow now involved. And it's not that Ramona, Ramona is amazing. Ramona is amazing. Ramona, I might have met like before. I met before Luann. I met before a lot of them. Would see her out. I, she's just a lot of fun. Um, and you know, I don't drink or smoke anymore. Not for a long time now. Well, long time for me. It's like nearly ten months. And uh, it was just a decision I made. You know, I just never really had like an issue or anything. But I just just over it but you know we've had some drinks together and uh um she's got a great body and she's got a great personality and and for six she's got a great apartment and even though i think she's, she's got her new place now um but she's you know i think awesome she's like really uh a new york soul and um uh, She's very youthful too, you know, she's a lot of fun. I mean, I, 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 people seem to have a lot to say about that in particular, but it was, she's great, yeah. And well, I mean, you know. I think they all, the funny thing is like, I never treated them like, oh wait, hold on one sec. I never treated them, why is it doing that? Oh, um, I never treated, like, it, it never was like, I don't know, at the same time or anything like that. Um, and I think they all have nice things to say about me because it's all about respect. And um, how and long I, I deliver the goods. So I don't think they have much bad stuff to say about me. So, well, there you go. How long were you hanging out with Ramona? I, I, I'm close with her now. We spoke the other night when uh, I spoke to everybody the other night <laughs> when this happened. They were like, uh, did you see the show? And I was like, what are we talking about? Why is everyone texting me? And um, Ramona sent me, she was able to text me an, an episode. I still I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but I saw someone that sent me like a lo-fi like, they filmed their TV version of it. And I was like, oh yeah. I mean, they bleeped out my name. So, you know, I, I don't know why they did that, but that's cool. I mean, I feel like they drag way more people under the bus, you know, on a you know regular basis. And, and I've certainly, the one time I went to a shoot was with my daughter's mother when we were given a go, giving it a go again um, a few years back. Um, we went to like this Valentine's party and signed the waiver and, you know, you basically stand around and the producers try to like kind of coerce you to get in there and get in the mix. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to do that. And then finally at the end, like Ramona's like, oh, that's how I met Ramona the first time. That's right. I was on Bethany's, um, I was at her party. Yeah, the and skinny then girl launch. Took a big riot. Skinny girl launch. We're all in red, and uh, you can see how much I don't know. Like what the hell is happening? I love that though. And 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 then like we all sat, and we all took a picture, and then Ramona like sat on my lap, and of course 
I'd signed the waiver, the cameras are going. She's like, what's your name? And I'm like, Constantine. And she's like, ooh, I like that. And I was like, thanks, I'll tell my mom. And then that was it, because I left. I fucking left, I think. And they even showed it apparently like in an episode, like as like a cliffhanger, but it's like, there's no more, that's it. I didn't, I left. I didn't, I don't, you know, it's like you fight so long to get away from the idol thing, even though I'm proud of that for people to be like, take you serious as, as an actor, you get a best actor, Tony nomination, all this stuff. And it's like, I've had opportunities to do like other shows, let's just say, you know, competition shows, reality shows. And, you know, before COVID, I'd like been screen testing for major projects as an actor, you know, callbacks for every like there was real things happening like as an actor you know and it's like so you start doing like the reality show thing again and maybe maybe that heightens your profile for a while get all these followers people are talking about you doing like us magazine and shit but like is that casting director that thinks i'm the real fucking deal gonna call me back again for something like that james franco's in you know maybe but maybe not. So like, you know, I love what they do, but you can ask them, like, I've never been hungry or thirsty to be on any, in any of that stuff. And like, I, I like them just like independent of the show and that's their job. And I have my job and they've come to my shows. They, can you imagine? Um, I do, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm happy for Tinsley. I don't know what, I don't know that guy, you know? Um, when she was, so she reached out. I just out can't see her out of the spotlight, like, for too long, you know? I don't think that's, like, not been the first 45 years of her life, <laughs> you know? Not to out her age, but, you know, we're in and around the same age, so. Um, Did Tinsley yeah, so. reach, so and she reached out the other night, too, like, separately? No, I, th- I saw her. She was, like, I could see that she was seeing my stories though and all that that and her mom had reached out and said something on my instagram and oh really mm-hmm. and ramona actually dale, texted you. dale dale's hot too dale's like she has something else like she is like she's like class personified you like just you know southern belle like i don't know she's like her skin is incredible and um Man, you know, I. Did you hear from Luann the other night? Yeah, we chatted a bit. We chatted a bit. Yeah. She's. Uh, I was like, what's going on? She's like, you're you're fucking hot and sexy. We were talking about you. And I was like, oh, my God, shit. Well, who's the best kisser out of those three? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. You know, okay. Everyone kisses in different ways, you know? So it's like, you know. Okay. Mary I feel like I'm a, I'm, I feel like I'm a good kisser. So I feel like we're going to kiss good because I'm, I feel like confident in I'm going to get in there. We're gonna find the angles. Are you ever shocked at like, you know, you 
we're on idle, hit records. How's this farmer's tan? Do I have a farmer? Because I was in the Jeep. Is that what's happening here? I have a farmer's tan. Well, I mean, now that you're pointing it out, but that doesn't <laughs> look so bad. Um, like, are you shocked at like the power? Like, I mean, I guess you started like with a reality TV show, so to speak. But like, are you ever shocked at like just how big the whole Housewives thing truly is that you can be in a clip for like two seconds and your Twitter is going a blast? Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Right. Look, you know, I think particularly now, I mean, um, it's funny as like an actor for so many actors for a while were, um, we hate reality shows because they're taking away jobs from actors and this and that, and you know, but it's like, you know, everyone's got to get theirs, you know? So uh, I think it's great. My mother, oh, I haven't even talked to my mom about this. She probably, probably Pat, she probably didn't even realize like what they were talking about. Because first of all, I can't, she says that I won American Idol. She's like, he won American Idol. And it's like, so that I think threw everyone off. I never told her that. What? I'm like, yeah, I won American Idol. Carrie didn't, no, she didn't win. I won. You want to make out? No, like I didn't, that was, she just in her head put it there. And she's like, I was like, by the way, I did not win American Idol. And she's like, well, now you did. <laughs> she's like, that's all good. Did Luann say, well, I hired you for the cabaret thinking you won American Idol. What? Exactly. Exactly. You owe me, you owe me thousands of dollars in back pay now. You got to pay me back. Um, no, we, um, look, they're, they're great girls. I'm uh, in a happy situation right now. Um, and, uh, but, you know. I mean, this can't be bad. I mean, listen, you certainly didn't plan any of this. You didn't even know you were on mention of the damn show, but it can't be bad if like the new album is out. Like it's just no, crazy and timing. I'm sure people think that it's like planned that way. Obviously, it's not. It's not. You know, I, if I had known that they were going to talk about it, maybe I could have, we could have tried to be on like Andy's show or something or something, you know? Um, but we're here with you and I'm very happy. And uh, I know that you've had a lot of the, the cast members and people on your show and such. So here we are. I, um, and you did a Kickstarter for your new album. I did. I did, um, you know. Um, I mean, how did that come out? I mean, that's a great idea. Thanks. No, yeah. I mean, it costs way more than, than, I, than I raised. Um, so uh, I'm just ecstatic, you know. Um, my new record, Until I'm Wanted, it's available everywhere. It's been streaming. Our, our new song, All About You, was just added uh, to uh, Sirius XM for full airplay, uh, channel 304. Velvet has been playing it, um, which is a great station because it's all about like, the best singers of really? pop music. Yeah, and it's like, you know, Adele and Pink and John Legend and, um, you know. Is it really hard to get, like, because you said this is your first, it's really hard to get something. Else. It's so hard. It's so hard. Unless you have, like, major millions and major label, you know, power behind you, it's really hard. I mean, I co-wrote that song with a big writer. Yes, he's a dear friend, Sam Hollander. Uh, he, you know, wrote Panic at the Disco's uh, um High Hopes and uh, Look Ma, I Made It with Brandon. I mean, he's a big writer, but he's an old friend. And, you know, so yeah, maybe that's, you know, uh, that, that, that vibe we put together was the reason why the song is getting airplay. 
Um, but I wrote a song with Ryan Starr, which who was on um, uh, that show Rockstar Supernova back in the day, uh, and they did Rockstar in Excess. He's Rockstar really in Excess was excellent. 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 And, and they were down the hall from us on American Idol. And I was like, what is that show? I'm like, can I go down there and do that show also? And, you would have uh, been, first of all, NXS is one of the best bands ever. That's just- For sure. They belong like, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, for sure. And uh, I would love to do like, maybe a Michael, Huth Michael Hutchins kind of uh, thing or something. Well, if, you look like Michael Hutchins now that you say, has anyone ever told I you wish. that? You know, maybe it's the hair. I mean, that guy was a an Adonis, you know, for sure, and uh, um, very, very missed for sure. Like, you, you know, it's it's sad. Like, I grew up in this generation of like all these incredible front men and women, um, all dead so so young, and uh, you know, the '90s were just the shit. You know, they were the best and uh, so many great bands. And I just miss bands, you know? And that's why this record, I wanted it to have like a band sound. Um, it's, it's distinctly a solo record, it's my record, but you know, I used my band on a lot of the tracks. Um, and I think it's good, you know, I'm excited. Yeah. You know, it's getting some good early buzz. I mean, it's an indie record. It's not gonna like all of a sudden become, you know, uh, a Drake record, you know? Um, but we're doing the right things. And um, yeah, I hope people will check it out because I think it's just nice. Like when I was a kid, there were solo rock artists like Eddie Money and Rick Springfield and, you know, um, um, you know, um, Rick Springfield's a fed one. Brian Adams and, and those guys and like stuff like that. Yeah. He's still working. They're all still yeah. working. It was like, you know, it was like pop, but it was rock. And, and I just think that like, we're missed. There's no like adult lane, you know, of like rock music. And it's rooted in a lot of rock of ages kind of world of influences, but it's got like a nineties and a contemporary sound too. And, um, Yes, the crowdfund was awesome to have the fans be a part of it and, you know, their feedback and it was an immersive experience. Um, but because acting kind of kept taking me out of it, the process, um, it's taken a while. And to have it, to hold it, I can't believe, like, I don't even, I probably have one here somewhere, but to hold, like, the record in my hand is so good because we did print um, a few thousand uh physical copies of which we like sold all of them already wow. and uh, i know it was nice because we did like a pre-orders um physical um and we autographed them and you can get you can still go to constantinemarulis.com right now get the new album and get the old album free and uh you can stream it everywhere google play you know obviously spotify apple music you know everywhere even title and all that so I'm stoked. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, we've been safe. I lost my dear friend, Nick Cordero, during this. And uh, it's been a really hellacious few months um, with that. But having my daughter and uh, my mom to look after, who's 85 now, she'll wow. kill me for saying that, you know, um, you know, having my daughter in distance learning um, was very rewarding and was a nice thing to have, like, a schedule you know to get us through the day yeah but, you know, knowing my friend was uh was suffering so much in his family and and 
you know, I just can't believe it's been like a month and a half now. And, you know, we're not through this and there's so much chaos and so much social injustice. And uh, I just hope that, um, you know, we can get through this somehow, you know, and um, to put a record out has been a nice distraction, I think, for my core fans and hopefully other people will discover it too. Have you spoken? I know the ladies have been listening. Uh, Luann was quoting quoting tracks to me the other day. She was like, "What video are you making for Blown Away?" And I was like, "No, not Blown Away." She's like, "For Until I'm Wanted, the title track." And I said, "Nope, not that one. A song called Try." And she's like, "Oh, I like that. It's very moody, and it's about this sort of tumultuous relationship with my daughter's mother and." Ryan Starr and I wrote that together. So the video is going to sort of have a bit of that little drama in it. So stay well, it's, tuned. it's track number two. On track number two, try. Well, maybe when the world opens, in addition to your own tour, you could perform one of these songs at the next Countess and Friends. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. And she, just... uh, we had a bunch of dates on the books. You know, I know, I know. Canceled, you know, so... Um, but, you know, I, I love those girls. They're super hot. And, uh, and I have two questions. They're really hot. Yes. They're hot. Two questions. And then, I mean, I promise I'll let you go. Okay. Because the thing is, if I don't ask you these two questions, I'm okay. going to be chastised. Mary shot kill between Ramona, Tinsley, and Luann. Wait, what is it? I don't, I've never played this game. So, so like, you it? have to marry one of them, shag one of them and kill one of them. <laughs> I cannot, wait. <laughs> and listen, you just like- There's the, only three for three slots, right? Right, so what, somebody has to be killed, but it could just be process of elimination. Like, okay, let's start with who you'd like to marry out of those. Like you, you could back your way into the, the, the kill part of it. If you don't want to be mean because you don't seem to want to be okay. mean here today. Honestly, wow, there are three great, very different women. Um, <laughs> I guess I would marry Tinsley because, you know, we go way back, you know. And um, I think I would maybe shag Luann and I would kill Ramona because she would forgive me. And then I could shag her after. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, you're not the only person in the world that would want to kill Ramona. So I don't, I think that's an okay answer. And finally, before- I, I hate to be so basic and, 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 and play into that, um, but I had to make a decision. I mean, this is marry, kill, shag, fuck, yeah. whatever it's called. And, um, um, it's three for three. And, and again, Luann would never forgive me if I killed her and Lu Ram Ramona would. And then. And you have work to do with Luann when the world opens up. Exactly, exactly. You're gonna perform. And that's the only reason. Um, See, I'm here to help you out. You'll perform these songs from your new album. That's it. At Countess and Friends. And, and people last... be like, play Don't Stop. Play Don't Stop Believing. Play Don't Stop. Don't play your shit. I like to mix it up. I mean, are you are you going to tour when the world opens? Yeah, we'd like to. Um, you know, or are you uh, on, on your own for this CD? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I 
there's so many fun things. Um, you know, um, started another side project with Joel Hoekstra um, from White Snake and Rock of Ages. He's like this, you know, the guitar god, the Balan. He's maybe the most famous guitar player in the world right now. I mean, just like Guitar Player Magazine. Like we have this like side thing we're working on, original thing. You know, I'd love to play the festivals. I'd love to get my record out there with my band and play the clubs, play the theaters again, you know, do more theater. You know, there were there's a lot of current Broadway shows that I was, you know, talking about taking out on the road from, you know, I, I'll not name names, but there's a, there was, it was a fantastic season this year. Moulin mm. Rouge. You know, Beetlejuice, um, Diana, you know, so many great shows. I'm a tour. I love to tour. I love being on the road. The presenters know me. They love me. You know, the audiences know me. Like, I love bringing Broadway to them. And I think, you know, now with streaming, you know, they, everything is, there's a big shift going on right now. So it's going to, it's going to take some time. You know, I, I told you I've produced, so People think January, it's, it's not going to be January. So it's going to be a while. And um, at some point, we have to be safe, but we just have to say, what the fuck, and just get back to work. But we don't want to stumble back in. We want to get back, like, in a big way. So hopefully we can do that sometime soon because, uh, you know, January 1st, you know, I don't know, like, mortgages child support you know like everything it's like daddy's got to get back to work things are happening here when is your movie out um well the fifth borough is on demand right now kind of a fun gangster movie set on staten island where i get strangled to death there's like a fun tara reed is in that who i grew up with in wyckoff crazy mm -hmm. not her the story that we she might be a little crazy too but I played football with her brother and all that. Fifth Borough's on demand. Um, a Nice Girl Like You with Lucy Hale is on demand now. Just a fun little cameo in that. Um, but Either Side of Midnight, directed by Roger Spottiswood, hopefully will hit like Amazon in the fall. And uh -huh. one of my tunes, Once in Your Life, could make the movie as well. So I'm pretty excited about that. Because it's such a good heartwarming like new york story we all need right now because it's like the new york we know we love it's like these five different storylines that intertwine over the course of this manhattan night and it's beautiful it's got it's rooted in like these ethnic stories um and it's it's funny but it's deep um and it's it's really distinctly about like family and uh i'm stoked so i uh it's a fun part, so. I yeah. love it. And I didn't know Tara Reid was from New Jersey. And my final question yes, is. Yes, I made out with her once too at the Greek festival, playing Spin the Bottle in like eighth grade. We were like. Were you a fan of the Sharknados? Never saw them. Should I? I am a huge fan. I huge have, fan. I like, I've met Ian and uh, I know he was in it, so I, but I've never seen it. I'm surprised they didn't call me my D-list ass for something like that. I would be like, yes, I'll do it. I was gonna say, I mean, not that you're D-list, but you would have been perfect for Sharknado, actually. It was really, it was a great thing. And finally, my last question is, do you, because this is who you're now being compared to, do you know who Harry Dubin is? No, no. Okay. Is that a long hair guy? No, it is somebody else who is, you know, he's older than you are and he, has notoriously since season one of The Real Housewives has 
the you know he's he's been on my show he's been with like Sonia and Luann and Kelly Ben Simone like he's gone there with them and if you google your name in addition to everything else that we just discussed there are articles that now say is Constantine the new Harry Duman so oh well I'm just telling you that's I, you know would they all say nice things about him these days yeah, they think like sweet guy. I mean, he's like oh. he's a he's a teddy bear. He's the nicest guy. Oh. I mean, I I assume they'll all. He's say just the like things. a he's just like a professional coxman or something. He's <laughs> on the Upper East Side, and he's my buddy in real life, and he's he's gotten around. Maybe maybe he and I need to get together and do some damage. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm sure he's lovely. I don't know him, but I hope it's flattering being compared to him. I think it's good. Um, but um, it's so funny, like. I've known these girls for like for like years now, so it's just so weird that it. I guess I always kind of was like, oh, maybe at some point going to come up, but oh well. Well, to be honest with you, so I, I'm just like I what does I wasn't watching in real time because I had a million things going on, but oh, because sure, yeah. because of what I do for a living, my own phone started blowing up. So even before we connected for this, people were like have you seen this, did it, and then that's how we got connected through our mutual, they were like, you need to speak to Constantine. And I'm like, I'm like, why don't we ever think of this before? So it was just one of those like full circle moments. So just without even being involved in it, my phone was blowing up of like, oh my God, Constantine, that's it. I was like, what are people talking about? So. I'm so glad that it worked out for us. I appreciate it. And I've now been behind the rope, the velvet rope. Behind the velvet rope. We will keep in touch. Yes. Um, I'm in New Jersey all the time because of the New Jersey housewives. So I love, yeah. I love me some White Off. I love me some Franklin Lakes. I do realize not most of them are from there. But where <laughs> can everyone find you? And most important, find this amazing record. Tell us again. Well, thank you. Um, ConstantineMaroulis.com still. Go there, all the info, all the socials are there, at Constantine Maroulis, Instagram, at Constantine M, Twitter, Constantine M, official, Facebook. Um, really, I, there are not a lot of Constantines out there. You probably punch in my name, it comes up. Uh, but I, I have fun with the Instagram, so uh, I guess that's kind of a cool place, uh, for sure. And uh, the record is available everywhere. Um, you can go to my website, um, get it there. Um, you can go to Spotify. You can listen to it on Sirius XM, you know, share it. I think, you know, people will dig it. Um, it's a rock and roll record, but there's some really fun kind of power ballads and moody, fun things. And um and it's it's my heart and soul. So it is a know, great support. record. Thank you, thank you, love. I uh, I I hope they support me. But you know, the the arts are really hurting right now. So um, do what you can to support a friend's streaming show, you know, or some kind of drive-in concert they're doing, or or some kind of content they're putting out there. You know, I think our Actors' Equity Association is the only union in the country that's like 99.9% .9 unemployed right now. I mean, it's just unbelievable, the, the devastation. Um, not just Broadway, you can't, all the residual effect, all the regional theaters, all the colleges, the teachers, the, it's just all the tech people, the professionals, the artists, the designers were fucked. <laughs> so, um, keep good thoughts for all of us. Cause this is really, this is our job. This is what we do. Yeah. And, um, and all the touring artists out there and, you know, I hope we can get back to normal. And uh, when we do, 
you and I will hang and we'll rock out. We need a drink. We'll do it in New York or New Jersey. So, and again, I really, Club really appreciate this. Thank you, you can have Club Soda. I'm going to have vodka. <laughs> Sounds good. So, all right. Keep, keep in touch. I will. All I'm right. Here. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right. See you later. All right. Later. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.